Hello and welcome to the Bobby Podcast. My name is Bobby Kazmaier, and for the past year, I have been sharing my journey in eating disorder recovery on TikTok and through this podcast. I have been able to grow a following of over 150,000 people over the past year by being authentic and relatable in ED recovery and helping others on their journey to recovery and living a fulfilling life with food and health. Before diving into today's episode, I want to point out that I am not a certified nutritionist, dietitian, or eating disorder professional. I'm simply sharing my experiences navigating ED recovery and using them as a way to spread awareness and to potentially help others. If you are struggling with disordered eating or an eating disorder, I highly recommend seeking out professional help or calling the National Eating Disorder Hotline. Now, let's get into the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, let's just do this. Let's just get into it. My name is Bobby. You may, if you're listening to this, you may know me from TikTok. You may know me from my personal life. You may have just randomly found this, but uh, this is my first ever dry run of, or just like attempt at me ever talking about my eating disorder story, my history with it, my, what, five-year history with it from 2016 to the present moment, just the whole journey with it. I've never openly really talked about the the full story before to anyone really. So this should be interesting. I've been wanting to do this for a while now. I just didn't, I just didn't really know like the best avenue or like the best way to go about it. But I decided on just making it making it into like a, a podcast. I don't know. I've never recorded a podcast before. Never done anything like this. So bear with me if I don't know. I struggle with like you know continually talking or anything like that. I don't know. So we're just gonna give it a shot. But Let's just get right into it. Okay, so my struggles with food and body image started all the way back to when I was like six years old, which is like, it's crazy to think about that young, that six years old is like the time, like I was I was dealing with this stuff when I was in first grade, second grade, which is just like unreal. So I remember the first time I was ever like called fat like so I grew up as like a pretty like chunky kind of overweight kid like like the classic not like too overweight but like just like you know chunky pudgy whatever pretty much my whole life and up until I was six years old I or my whole childhood and so up when I was you know my six it was my sixth birthday party actually so my sixth birthday party uh it was at my grandmother's pool like she has a pool it was at her it was at her house so it was like a pool party so my birthday's in June it was a pool party and I had all my friends from my kindergarten class come over and one of my friends came and they saw me and like the first thing they said, they didn't even say hi. They didn't say whatever. The first thing they said was, oh, you look fat today. And I was like, so that was the first time I ever associated being, you know, fat overweight with being a bad thing. And I was six years old, you know, and obviously my friend at the time, I don't know if I really call him a friend, my peer at the time obviously he was six years old, doesn't necessarily know right from wrong. So like, you know, I can't necessarily blame him for saying that, but that hurt me, man, like right away. So like, that was the first time I ever associated with like fat being a bad thing. Um, and from that point on, I just started to constantly just like compare my body with other people. Cause like once that person said that to me at my, at my birthday party, 
that just set off just a wave of just me realizing that yo like why does my body look so much different and bigger than everyone else's like this is not a good thing like this is a problem so what i would do is i just started to constantly compare the way my body looked to um, my friends and my family like so for example my mom's side of the family i have five cousins or four cousins and my sister like we're all really close like we have a group chat you know like that kind of closeness that kind of relationship so i saw them all the time growing up we all live within like 10 to 15 minutes of each other. So we saw them, or I saw them all the time. And they're all, they've all always been pretty thin, pretty skinny, right? And I never was. <laughs> so they were the first group of people I started to really compare my body to. Uh, pretty much every time I saw them, I was just always questioning, like, why why their bodies were so much smaller than mine and why mine wasn't. And, like, it just made, the, it made me just feel like garbage, honestly, at such a young age, which is just, like, unbelievable. Um, but I had no idea what to do about it. I kind of just, obviously, you know, when I'm six years old, I have no idea how to lose weight or anything like that. I didn't even know what, you know, I, I just thought we ate food to, I don't know, just that's just what humans did. I didn't realize like food actually meant something, you know what I mean? I just thought we ate because that's what humans did. Um, so I didn't really know how to do anything about it or what to do about it. I was just pretty upset about it pretty much in my early years. Um, and I came and I come from a family, an Italian family where we eat all the time. So food has always been a pretty prevalent thing in our lives or in my life. Um, so I would just constantly just like wonder like why my body was so bigger, so much bigger than theirs. And like, you know, that would, you know, relate to, uh, my friends at school too. It was the same thing. You know, uh, they were a lot smaller than I was. They were, you know, quote unquote, normal sized body. And I wasn't, um, and I just, I don't know, I, I always figured that was a bad thing because after my friend said that to me, to call me fat on my sixth birthday party, that like, I just set off just a wave of just me constantly comparing like body parts. Like I would look at someone's um, like thigh and I'd be like, yo, like I want my thigh to look like that. Like I want it to be like that, that small, not the size it is now on me. It's just, you know, stuff like that. Um, and like throughout my childhood, you know, elementary school, middle school, I still had no idea like how to do anything about my weight. Cause you know, I really, I, you know, I was a little kid. I didn't, I didn't know, you know, anything. Uh, so I would, I would try and do these like subtle things to try and lose weight. And it, again, just thinking about them, they're just so incorrect and just so crazy that I'd even think about it. Like, for example, I remember I, one time I asked my mom, I, I, remember, I remember this so well, I was like, I think eight or nine years old. I asked her, I was like, <laughs> uh, if I drink orange juice, will I lose weight? So like, I was asking questions like that at eight years old. And obviously that's just not even close to how you lose weight, you know, drinking orange juice, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> but it was just like little crazy things like that, that I was always, that I was, that I would always try and do and accomplish in order to lose weight. So like, I pretty much been trying to lose weight my entire life and my entire childhood. I spent the majority of it trying to be smaller, which is like, it's pretty sad to think about. And I really wasn't that overweight as a kid. I didn't really get too overweight until my freshman year of high school. Uh, that is when I got to my heaviest. I entered high school at, I'd say around like 150-ish pounds. And I was like, I don't know, five six, five seven. So I was still like slightly chunky overweight. Like it was noticeable, but it wasn't too noticeable. You know what I mean? Uh, but freshman year, I just developed such bad food habits I was not very active at all. I mean, I played basketball in the winter, but other than that, I, I would really just go to school, eat a lot at school, come home, just snack on everything and just like sit and play video games all day or lay in my bed all night and have like a massive dinner and then have like 
just a, a big dessert. You know what I mean? Like I would eat all the time. Um, like I developed such bad habits. Like I would eat like, you know, a gallon of ice cream every night, you know what I mean? Like a full gallon of ice cream, like that kind of thing. Um, so I developed such bad habits. I ended up putting like, I don't know, on like 50 pounds that year. Um, I went from like 150 to, you know, I think the heaviest I ever got to was like, it's like 210, 205, 210. And keep in mind, I was like five, seven. So I, I got pretty big and I really didn't realize it because it kind of happened so quickly. Uh, and just now like looking back at pictures from that time, I just can't believe that was even me like that. Like that just blows my mind that that was even me. Um, and granted, I still have no idea how food worked at all. Like <laughs> I didn't realize like certain foods had different nutritional values. I really didn't know what carb, protein, fat. I didn't know what any of that meant. I just looked at food as good and bad really, but I didn't really care. I would still just eat, eat and eat, you know, <laughs> my freshman year of high school. And these habits kind of continued into my sophomore year of high school. You know, I wasn't very active at all. Um, I would still eat constantly. And I said, you know, my buzz cut, you know, look, I just looked like a, you know, pretty stereo- stereotypical, just like chubby kid, you know, pretty overweight kid. Um, and I, this led me into my first click moment. I've, I think I've had like three click moments in my life. And this was the first one. If you, if you don't know what a click moment is, it's basically like the moment where like, you realize that, okay, I'm really going to lose weight this time. Like I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> and my click moment came, I know the exact date, the exact scenario, uh, exactly what I was doing. It was April 24th, 2017. I was watching an NBA playoff game, a basketball game at like 1030 at night. It was, it was a Monday. It was a Monday night. Um, I was eating, it was either goldfish or Cheez-Its from the bag, like from the box. And like halfway through the, uh, the bag, I just like kind of looked up and said to myself or thought to myself, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing to myself? Like, I'm just like constantly just feeding my body garbage and like eating all the time. And like, I'm not active and like, I feel like garbage and like, uh, like, what am I doing? (laughs) So at that moment I told myself, I decided that tomorrow after school, I'm going to go to the gym and go for a run. Because at the time, I thought the only way to lose weight was running, like no other way. I didn't know that walking was beneficial, lifting, anything like that. I thought the only way to lose weight was to run, and I hate running. I still do. Uh, (laughs) So I told myself, okay, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow after school and go for a run. And that's what I did. I think I ran like a mile and a half. Honestly, for my size at the time, I was still a a pretty solid uh, athlete, I guess you could say. Like I ran a mile and a half straight without stopping, like – it wasn't that bad. And I was like, okay, well, that wasn't that bad. Like, so I'll do it again tomorrow. And I did it again the next day and the next day. And I kept doing it. Um, and mind you, I had zero knowledge of nutrition and fitness, like zero. I just knew, okay, if I eat a lot less and exercise and run, I'll lose weight. So this be like, this was the first time I actually ever like tried to not eat. You know what I mean? Like, cause I just knew that if I ate, if I ate a lot less, like the less I eat, the skinnier I'd become and the happier I'd become. That's what I thought. But that obviously did not happen. So that was in late April when I started to run for the first time of my sophomore year. And I did, I pretty much ran every day or every other day from April to June. And mind you, I was, you know, starving myself basically. Um, I didn't know at the time that it was a bad thing. I just thought that this is what people did to lose weight, you know? Um, try to eat as little as possible. I would still eat 
like dinner with my family because I don't know I just I didn't want it to seem like I wasn't eating I don't know um so I would I would pretty much do that I have like a light dinner really wouldn't eat at school um or any really any time before dinner um so around June like the last week of June so two months into this like you know weight loss journey I I got down to like 175 I remember I, I stepped on the scale and it was 175 and I like jumped for joy dude like I felt like I did it like I got to this like weight that like I wanted to get to and like I actually lost weight but little did I know man I, I just put my body through so much damage and I did it in such an unhealthy way but like I just like I just felt so good you know I felt I felt so good about it um people started to notice people started to give you compliments or give me compliments and like when you hear compliments and when you start to see number results on the scale like that's when you get hooked with it and you just like can't stop so like throughout that year throughout that next year going into my junior year of high school that next year I just kept those habits up like I kept those habits up for like the first part of the year at least um you know I really wasn't eating a lot People were still giving me compliments. They're saying, oh, wow, like, you look so good. Like, you look, you know, you look great. Like, what do you, like, what have you been doing? Like, that kind of thing. Um, you know, again, still wasn't eating at school. Um, I really wasn't eating throughout the day at all. It was just a terrible, terrible cycle. But I had no idea what I was doing to myself. Um, and I remember, like, halfway through my junior year, um, it was like, January, February, something like that. I got off the treadmill. I was doing my usual run, right? I would, uh, I was doing my run after school. I pretty much go to school and go for a run every day. And I was doing my usual run after school. And I got off the treadmill feeling just like so weak and so tired. And like, I didn't know why I had no idea. Cause again, I still have no idea how food worked and how nutrition worked and calories. I had no idea. Um, and I was like, why do I feel so tired? And like, I just, I don't know. Um, and it's probably because I was eating. Well, I know why. It was because I was eating about 300, 400 calories a day, man. Like looking back, like that's how little I was consuming. But I felt so tired and just so just done with it. I just like, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, I'm so sick and tired of running every day. Like I'm getting kind of bored of it because obviously, you know, you know, you get pretty bored that, you know, training regime because you do it every day. It gets pretty repetitive, right? So... I kind of stopped running for a couple months and with that came me slowly starting to eat a lot more. I just kind of lost motivation to starve myself in a way, which is just ridiculous to even say out loud. Um, So from like January to April of 2018, my junior year of high school, I kind of fell back into old habits. I kind of ate a lot more, um, which I needed to eat, honestly, but that's that was the first time I remember ever binging on something like I would just come home from school and just like just empty out the fridge man like in the pantry like all every single day I couldn't stop because I was depriving my body of food for so long for like almost a year that you know I wanted to make up for it all (laughs) in that in that you know time frame um so that's when I fell into the the binge restrict cycle going from restricting to binging every day and then that's Around that time, you know, between January to April 2018 is when I realized that what I was doing was a was a problem. It was a bad thing. Um, you know, that was the first time I ever realized I actually had a problem with food. And, like, I started to feel really bad about it. And I would eat something and I'd feel incredibly guilty about it. And 
I was only looking at foods as good and bad. Like I would see like a piece of pizza and I'd be like, okay, I can't eat this pizza. I can't because I'm going to lose all my progress. Or like I, I'm only going to eat this, you know, salad for like lunch and I'll be okay. Like, and I won't eat the rest of the day. Like I was doing stuff like that. Um, and so after, you know, three months of kind of just like binging all the time, I slowly put weight back on and that like killed me. You know, like I was like, oh my God, I just lost like all of my progress. Like, you know, what am I doing? Like, cause like when you actually like, cause everyone's worst fear who's ever dealt with an uh, eating disorder ever, their biggest fear is actually gaining weight, gaining fat. And like when that actually happened to me, I like did I like went ballistic in my head. I like didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, like this is like worst case scenario. Like I just put on all this weight in these past couple months and I, th- I feel like shit. I look like shit in my mind. Um, I think I put on like, I don't know, like 10, 15 pounds in that three month span. I got back up to like 185, I think. Um, and I told myself I had my second click moment. This is another just terrible click moment. But I remember it was, I know the exact date again. I'm pretty good with dates if you don't know by now. But it was April 21st, 2018. It was almost a year exactly out from my first, you know, click moment. Uh, it was April 21st, 2018. My I went out to dinner with my family, went out to pizza with my family. And so mind you, I was still in like my binge eating kind of phase. Um, so we went out for pizza. I ate like, I think like 10 or 11 pieces of pizza, just, you know, stuffed myself. Um, and I came home and I remember I was playing like video games with my friends at like one in the morning and we, we brought home leftover pizza. Like we had a lot of pizza, like, you know, my entire like mom's side of the family, went, we went out. So there was like, you know, 12, 11, 12 of us. So there was like, so there were some leftovers, right? I was playing like video games with my friends and I just had the urge to just eat more pizza. <laughs> like I really wanted to eat more pizza. So I got off. I told my friends I was just, I was going to go to bed. But in reality, I went upstairs and I ate like six or seven more slices of pizza. So, so this is like... 17 18 pieces of pizza in a matter of like four hours i'd say uh no not like five or six hours but still like that's that's absurd right and i just couldn't stop and after i ate that pizza i that was the biggest food guilt i've ever had in my life and it was at that moment where i told myself okay we're gonna get back to running we're gonna get back to eating healthy and you know which in my mind i thought yeah i thought eating healthy was not eating at all so I told myself, I was like, okay, we're going to get back to running tomorrow morning because it was a Sunday the next morning, so I didn't have school. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to go for a run, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm you know get back on track to where I was last year, last summer. Uh, and that's what I did. I did it again. I woke up that next morning. I woke up pretty late. It was like 11 in the morning. I went straight to the gym, didn't eat anything. <laughs> I went for a like two-mile run, uh, came home, continued to not eat until I had dinner, dinner with my family because like I said that was like the only time I would allow myself to eat because at this point I knew what I was doing wasn't, uh, natural. It wasn't normal. So I didn't want, I didn't want people to think I was doing anything wrong. So I would eat dinner with my family. I wouldn't eat a lot, uh, cause I wanted to eat as little as possible. So I would repeat this cycle every single day. Uh, I stopped eating at school again. Um, so I wasn't able to go to the gym until like 3 PM cause my school ended at like two thirty. So I didn't eat from obviously from, you know, the time I woke up to past three o'clock when I ran. So I ran fasted every day, but I was fasted past 3 p.m. So I just was so low energy all the time, but I really didn't care. 
uh, I just, I had to make sure I got my miles in, you know what I mean? Like, and if I didn't, if there was, for some reason, if there wasn't a day where I didn't run, I, excuse me, I, if there was a day where I didn't run, I would go insane. I would be like, oh my God, I'm just going to get fat again. Like I'm going to gain five pounds. You know, this is unreal. Like I, I need to run today. Like I wouldn't be able to properly function until after I was able to run, which is just unreal, dude. It's unreal to think about. I, cause, cause again, I still had no idea how calories worked. I didn't know that BMR was a thing, your basal metabolic rate. I thought, for example, I thought if I ate a 200 calorie slice of pizza after burning off 200 calories on the treadmill, I would like lose that progress. You know what I mean? I didn't know that BMR existed. So it was stuff like that, that I would just constantly tell myself and worry about. Um, so this trend continued. I ran like pretty much every day again from April to pretty much throughout the rest of that summer of 2018. And this is when I got to a pretty, to like the lowest weight I've ever been to at the time. I got to 165. I went from like 185 to 165 in, uh, I don't know, seven, eight weeks, which isn't the healthiest. Um, well, at least the way I did it, it wasn't healthy at all. Um, so I got down to 165 and by at this point I knew what I was doing was a problem. I knew back when I was, you know, binge eating earlier in the year, that was a problem. But I knew now that like, constantly thinking about food, constantly being afraid to eat, like that wasn't a good thing. Um, but I didn't want anyone to find out about it because I thought I would be viewed as like a weirdo, as like a freak, like, you know, who would ever do this kind of thing. So I didn't really want to say anything about it. So I really didn't know what to do. I just began having like mental breakdowns about it. Like, you know, in my room, I was just like, like, why am I like this? Like, why, like, why me? You know what I mean? Uh, and it got to a point like mid-July that summer, uh, got to a point where I was like, okay, like I have to tell someone about this. Like I need to like, I, I need to tell someone about this. Cause this has just gone to a point where like, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, cause I remember the day I decided to tell someone it was like past 6 PM and I had not eaten that day. My parents were on vacation. So I decided to tell my sister about it. Uh, cause I, I, you know, I could trust her. Like we have a very close relationship. Like I could trust her with anything. So I wanted to tell her and it was past 6 PM and I hadn't eaten that day yet. And I was like, okay, yeah, like this is the time. Like I have to go tell someone about this. Uh, and that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Telling my sister that like, I thought I had like an eating disorder. And that's like, at that point I knew what eating disorders were like anorexia. Didn't really know about binge eating. I really just only knew about anorexia and that's what I thought I had. Cause you know, I was intentionally not eating. Um, so I remember, she was sitting in her room. I remember I went to go tell her. I was, I pretty much, I said it. I said, like, I think I have an eating disorder. And, like, I broke down, like, right in front of her. And, like, I couldn't help it. Like, it was, it was just such, like, a, a crazy moment for me, man. Like, telling someone about it. Like, saying it out loud. I've never actually said it out loud before until that moment. Like, even to myself, I always kept it in my head. But, like, that was the first time I ever said it out loud. And that, like, it broke me, man. Like, it, it broke me to say that. Um, I remember telling her. And she was like, oh my God, like, I had no idea. Like, I really had no idea. And that just further proves the point that these eating disorders are so easy to hide. You know, you could, you, you know, you could walk around with a smile on your face and like, no one would suspect a thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are people now who still don't know that I dealt with one, <laughs> even though I'm openly talking about it now on like social media. But uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people who still don't know that because uh, they're so easy to hide. And she told me that, you know, she had no idea. And then I told her, like, yo, like, please don't tell mom and dad about this. Like, I don't want them knowing. Um, 
And she's like, okay, I won't. Uh, it turns out she did end up telling them, which uh, obviously, looking back, was the right decision. Uh, but at the time, I was a little upset when I found out because about a month later, um, like the week into my, like the first week going to my senior year of high school, I was still dealing with this, you know, the, the restricting cycle. I just couldn't get out of it. Uh, my parents, I thought my parents still didn't know about it. Um, but it was like the first week of my senior year of high school and I was like sitting on the counter. My mom was in the kitchen with me and, uh, she was like, Oh, like, what'd you eat at school today? And I would do my classic, like, Oh, well, you know, I had a bagel for lunch. You know what I mean? Like, I went to the concession stand and got like a bagel or something like some chips for lunch. Uh, cause I would lie pretty much every day and say like, and say that like I ate at school, but I really didn't. Um, I really didn't. So. But she, uh, so I said like, oh yeah, you know, I had like a bagel for lunch with like, um, this drink and like a cookie. And she was like, oh, like, that's funny because like, I checked your, uh, your school, like your lunch money balance. And it says you haven't completed a transaction in like five or six months. And like, <laughs> when she said that to me, I was like, oh shit, like she knows. Uh, so right away I knew that's what she was referring to and I was like, okay, like, what did my sister tell you? And then she kind of just told me everything. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, you lost a lot of weight, a lot of quick, or you lost a lot of weight really quickly. Um, and like, we're worried about you. Like, we're, we're worried, like, we're really worried about you. Like, now like that, we know about this, like, we're worried about you. And like, um, and that was, that was hard to deal with. Like, knowing now that like my family officially knew about it, like, that was hard to deal with for me. Cause like I said, I kept it a secret for so long. Um, and when this happened, I thought, okay, this is like the worst it could get for me. Like people know about it now. I'm still in this terrible cycle. Um, but little did I know, <laughs> this is where I get a nice little turning point for the, for the, for the positive. Uh, this led me a couple of weeks later was when I was able to actually kind of turn things around for myself. I didn't even know at the time that was going to happen. Uh, so it was like mid-September or like early September of my like senior year of high school, you know, same time, a couple weeks later. Um, and I got a text from my cousin who, um, her and her husband own a CrossFit gym. And I remember I slept over at my friend's house and I woke up the next morning with a text from my cousin saying, Hey, would you want to come join like CrossFit classes, like to try out a CrossFit class? And my initial reaction was no. <laughs> and the reason why I thought no initially is the dumbest reason I've ever thought in my life looking back. But I wanted to say no because I thought doing a CrossFit class or like starting CrossFit would interfere with my running. Because <laughs> again, I still thought running was the only way to lose weight. I thought it was the only way to lose weight. So I was, I was like, any other physical activity? No. Like I need to keep running. I can't let anything else get in the way of this. So I wanted to say no. But <laughs> I have like this people pleasing mentality. Like I, I have to please people. I can't say no to anything. So I said yes, even though I didn't want to go. I said yes. And like a week later, I went to my first ever CrossFit class and uh, the workout was actually great. There was even running in the workout. So I still got my running in. I felt really good, uh, even though I was still not really eating. So I didn't really perform that well, but I, I felt good about it uh, the whole workout in general, at least, cause I got my running in, <laughs> but after the workout was over, my cousin and her husband, the head coach, uh, they came up to me and they were like, Oh, okay. So like you just, ha you have to eat a lot of food now, like go eat a lot of food. Like you just did like a very 
you know, grueling, tough workout, you know, across a workout, like, you got to go eat a lot of food, like carbs, you know, protein, like eat, go eat a lot. And I was so confused why they said that. I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like you, they're like, yo, like you said, like a really tough workout, like go eat, like, you got to go home and eat a lot of food. And at that moment, this is a positive click, click moment because at that moment, that's when I kind of realized that, yo, dude, like food is actually like really important. Like we need food to like survive, to function properly, to exercise, all that's like, you know, all that stuff. And so that was the first time I was just like, you know, I had like a mini like awakening. I was like, oh my God, like food is not the enemy here. Like food is not the enemy. Like food is our, is my friend in this situation. Um, so I went home after that workout and my mom made like a giant pasta dish with a lot of bread. I had so much food and, and like, I felt better than like I've ever had before in my entire life like that or in like such like a long time and like in a couple of years, I felt so good that night because, you know, my body was being fueled properly. Like I, I had a tough workout and I fueled it properly. I didn't starve myself after I worked out. Uh, so that was in like early mid-September 2018. That was like, you know, the start of my senior year and my senior year was great. Like my like my relationship with food got pretty good like that that year. I really didn't have any problems with the food. I honestly really thought I was over my eating disorder I was like that's it like I I eat a lot of food now like I work out a lot like I'm eating a lot more like this is this is a good thing like I'm I'm past this like so that entire year was a great time like uh I stopped weighing myself this was another big thing too I don't know if I mentioned this earlier but I used to weigh myself like multiple times a day uh which which someone should never do in the first place uh just because (laughs) Uh, if you, if you are going to weigh yourself, you should do it when you first wake up. Cause that's when you're fasted. That's your true weight. Like if you weigh yourself, go drink water, then weigh yourself, weigh yourself again, you're going to gain weight. So like, I remember I didn't know that at the time. So I, uh, I would weigh myself like in the morning in the afternoon and at night. And if I would be heavier, which naturally I would be, cause I drank water and ate a little bit, I would be like, so upset. I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm losing my progress. Like I gained weight, even though I ran like, it was just, I, I just can't, some of the stuff I just can't believe I even thought or did. It's just crazy. But I stopped weighing myself my senior year. Like the only time I ever really got weighed was um, at like doctor's appointments. And I was pretty like satisfied with the way I looked with my weight. I was gaining muscle because I was lifting. I was do, I kept at it with CrossFit. Uh, I was, you know, lifting, gaining muscle. Like I felt really good. I was energized. I was eating a lot more. I made great memories of food with my friends. Like it was... <laughs> It was a great year. My senior year of high school was was a great year for me. Um, And so, yeah, I thought I was good. I thought I was over this eating disorder. Like, I thought I was done. And uh, (laughs) that I was pretty wrong. Um, The exact opposite happened, actually. I fell back into old habits when I entered college. Um, When I started college in the fall of 2019, so, like, the year, like, like right before COVID started was my freshman year. I, I got sent home in March of my freshman year. So um, in 2019, I like, again, I entered college with the same mindset. I, I thought my relationship with food was fixed. I really didn't care about calories or anything. I was working out a lot. I was excited for college and like to make some memories, right? And uh, that all kind of went downhill about my second week on campus um, because I got a care package from my grandmother who like, you know, I'm so grateful for her. She always sends me great food. You know, she's wonderful chef great great person just so i don't know but she sent me a care package with food you know like to welcome me into college like you know help get myself settled in and there was a uh four pound bag of trail mix in that 
care package. And <laughs> I, you can probably tell where this is going, but I would honestly, I would finish a four pound bag. I finished that four pound bag of trail mix in three or four days, if that, two or three days, I think. Uh, so I would kind of just, and I would eat it at night too. When uh, when no one was around, I would just kind of eat like half the bag in one sitting, like late at night. And that's kind of when the binge eating started to come back. Uh, like I would literally just like sit in my room at night and just go to town on this trail mix uh, every night. And I remember after three days, I sent my grandma a picture of the empty bag. And I was like, oh, I finished. Like, it's already all gone. Uh, so she sent me another one. And the same thing happened. I would, you know, not eat it all day. And then at night, at like 1130 midnight, I would just go crazy and eat like half the bag. So I was eating, I ended up eating like two more full four pound bags in my first month. So in my first month of college, I ended up eating like 16 pounds worth of trail mix um, and naturally, cause you know, Tremlix is pretty calorically dense. Um, I ended up gaining some weight. I put on a little bit of fat cause mind you, I was still eating the way I normally would. I would just binge on the trail mix at night. Um, so I was, I put on some fat, you know, I was, I was in a caloric surplus, obviously. Um, and again, like what happened to me when I was a junior in high school, you know, like putting on fat is like the worst fear. Like that's like the last thing you want to happen. It's like when it actually happens, you just don't know what to do. You're, like you don't, you don't know what to do with yourself. So, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to start working out a lot more. <laughs> uh, cause I had my, I got an Apple watch for my 18th birthday. So obviously Apple watch tells you how many calories you burn in a day, how many steps you get, all that stuff. And I, obviously I know like that it's not hundred percent accurate, but in my mind, it was a solid baseline. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move twice as much. I'm going to burn twice as many calories a day and walk twice as much because I still want to eat this trail mix, but I don't want to gain any more weight. <laughs> so this is kind of where the exercise bulimia came into play. Uh, if you don't know what exercise bulimia is, uh, it's basically you try and burn off everything you eat. You over-exercise, you eat something, you go, you go burn it off, basically. Um so I remember like pretty much that whole, like the month of October, I would, um, I would pretty much, I would work out fasted in the morning. I worked out, say like, I think I had a class, I think my first class was at like 10. So I worked out before class. I woke up like at like eight o'clock to work out for like an hour plus. Um, I would go to class and then I go back to the gym after class. Um, which is like unreal. So I was going to the gym twice in one morning. And then obviously, you know, like when you're on a college campus, you walk a lot. So like I, I, you know, walk like 20, 25,000, 30,000 steps a day. Um, and I would still just eat a lot. I was still binge on the trail mix at night. I would keep getting new bags from my grandmother. Like she sent me some more pretty much every week. Uh, and I was still binge on it at night in, in secret, <laughs> but I thought what I was doing was good because I was burning a lot more calories. So I would burn it off that was my mindset. I was like, oh, I'm just going to burn it off. And that just slowly turned into me trying to burn off everything I ate. Like I would go eat something and go work out, eat something, go work out, do some sort of activity after I ate. Cause I thought that would be okay. I thought I would lose weight that way, but that just turned into me pretty much breaking my body down without me really realizing it at the start. Like I was, my muscles were always sore. My body was aching all the time. 
I was so tired all the time because I was just constantly working out. Um, I'll never forget the last time I ever binge on this trail mix. And <laughs> this is a pretty you know sad story, honestly. Well, not sad, but I don't know. It's it's tough to say, but I was doing my usual. It was like, I think like it was a little earlier. It was like 10 at night and I was doing my thing. I was binging on the trail mix, you know, like half the bag. And I kind of stopped halfway through and I was just like disgusted with myself. So what I did... <laughs> was I went across the hall to my friend who lived across the hall because I, I, I lived in a dorm. I knocked on his door and I was like, he opened it and I was like, here, dude, like take this trail mix. I cannot have this in my room anymore. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. And obviously he didn't know the context behind it. He just thought I was like giving him some trail mix. And I was like, so he's like, okay, sweet. Thanks. And I closed the door or like I, he closed the door. I, walk, I, went, I went back to my room and I went to the gym because it didn't close till midnight. My my rec center school doesn't close till midnight. I went to the gym and went on the exercise bike for two hours to burn it off because I was so like just disgusted with myself. Uh, and I did like, you know, a bunch of ab workouts for two hours from like 10 to midnight, like until they closed, I was there like exercising. So I just wanted to burn it off. That was that was the last time I had that trail mix. And I still have not had trail mix to this day. Um to this day it's been almost it's been yeah almost two years now and i've not had trail mix since then that's like the one food i just like can't get myself to eat because it brings such a bad it brings such bad memories back so i guess if you could say i have a trigger or fear food i guess it's i guess it's trail mix i don't know i never really thought about it like that but i guess yeah that's that's the one food i just can't eat <laughs> every time i see it i just get away from it i just i can't do it because like that that one specific memory in that era of time was just such a bad time for me. I was going down such a downward spiral. Like that was incredibly, that was incredibly tough. So after that day, <laughs> I was like, okay, like I'm done with this trail mix. I can't keep doing this. Like, how am I going to lose this weight though? Like I still wanted to like lose this body fat that I accumulated over this semester. And I can mind you, I still didn't know how calorie deficit worked. I didn't know that was the way to lose weight. <laughs> Uh, I just thought, okay, eat less, move more, we're good, we're good. Um, and I was so confused why that wasn't working because I thought I was moving so much because I was exercising a lot. And I was like, dude, my Apple Watch says I'm burning like 4,000 calories a day. Like, why am I not losing weight? Because <laughs> I was, you know, I was I was training my body to to exhaustion. Like, it couldn't function properly. So my solution to this after I stopped eating the trail mix was to just be like, okay, I'm just going to stop eating after dinner. <laughs> I'm just going to stop eating after dinner because I would snack on the trail mix late at night. And I was like, okay, if I just don't eat after dinner anymore, then I'll be good. I'll lose weight. And then, so this slowly turned into me kind of discovering intermittent fasting, which saying it out loud, I just can't, it's just, oh my God, I hate intermittent fasting so much, dude. But so I started off for a couple of weeks, not really eating after dinner. And this developed the mindset of me like stuffing myself at dinner because I knew that I wasn't allowed. I wasn't quote unquote allowed to eat after dinner, so I would kind of stuff myself after or at dinner, and then just not eat the rest of the night. Um, and this slowly turned into me expanding my fasts by like an hour every day. Like I started off fasting for like twelve hours, and then I went to thirteen, and I was like, oh my god, like I just went thirteen hours without eating. Like let's go, um, and then fourteen hours, fifteen hours, sixteen hours. So I got up to the sixteen eight. Uh, 
eating fasting window where you fast for 16 hours of the day and you're only allowed to eat for eight hours of the day. Um, <laughs> so even if I was like starving when I woke up, I had to wait until a certain period of time to allow myself to eat because I thought if I like break my fast too early, I'm just going to gain all this fat, uh, which is again, just unreal to think about because that's not how it works. <laughs> but uh, and yeah, so like, like I said, I kept doing the. I fell into such, such a bad habit where I would just try and get all my calories in at dinner. I would stuff myself pretty much like kind of binge at dinner, honestly, because I knew and like like the earlier I ate dinner, the better, because that mean that meant I could uh, start my fasting or my eating window earlier the next day. It's like so if I ate dinner at five o'clock p.m., I could allow myself to eat at 9 a.m. And like I wanted to be as early as possible because I loved eating so much. <laughs> uh, so I try to eat dinner as early as I possibly could. And if something got in the way of that, like if I had class, or like I was doing something with my friends, I would get like paranoid because I'd be like, oh my God, like now my fasting window is going to be so late into the morning. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have dinner until like 7 p.m. Like this is awful, uh, <laughs> which is again, just I, I can't believe I used to think like this. But yeah, so that I, fell in, I fell into that trap for like the remainder of the semester. Um, and I just, I couldn't take it, dude. Like I, I just, <laughs> it was awful. I couldn't, I didn't know how to get out of it. I thought like if I, uh, I thought if I just, like if I stopped intermittent fasting, I would just gain all this fat. Like I thought there was no other way to lose fat and it really wasn't even working. I lost maybe like one or two pounds. Like I didn't really, cause you know, I was still consuming a lot of calories. I just thought, oh, if I fast for this long, it's not even going to matter. <laughs> But really, intermittent fasting is just a way to, a, like, an efficient way to create a caloric window or a caloric deficit, you know, uh, to, like, control your caloric deficit. But that's all it is. It doesn't magically make you lose weight. But I didn't realize that at the time. And mind you, I was still over-exercising, still trying to burn off everything I ate. Uh, just a really rough time. But, and again, I didn't know how to get out of it. And I remember, this is the last quick moment I've, I've, I've had. And this kind of changed my life um, since then. Like, it's been great since then, um, since this moment. But it was, again, I, I remember the exact date. It was November 1st, or sorry, December 1st, 2019, like a couple weeks before the semester ended. I was at the gym for the second time that morning, <laughs> which is, again, it's just unfathomable because I think I had breakfast, so I had to go burn it off. You know, that was my mindset. Um, I was at the gym for the second time that morning and I saw a sign at the gym. Like our gym has like these like, you know, motivational signs like across the gym, whatever. This sign said like, know when your body needs rest. That's all it said. <laughs> That's all it said. Know when your body needs rest. And like, I read that and I was like, oh my God, dude, like, what am I doing? Again, I was like, what am I doing to myself? Like I'm driving my body to a period of exhaustion, to a state of exhaustion and I was like, I can't, this is not sustainable. I can't work out four times a day, every day for the rest of my life. Like I need to rest, but I was so scared to rest because I thought if I rested, I would gain weight because I wasn't exercising. But I decided to, you know, take the signs of advice because I could feel my aching muscles and my bones and just like my, my tiredness. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to work out tomorrow and I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> I'm not going to work out tomorrow. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go to the gym not going to go for a walk, not going to do anything. And that's what I did. It was a Saturday that next day. So I didn't have any class to go to. I literally just, I did the minimal effort that day, the minimal amount of stuff. 
and I ate like a normal human being. <laughs> I still ate. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't intermittent fast either because I remember my one of my friends who's now my roommate. He asked me to get breakfast like kind of early, and that was earlier than my sixteen hour window. <laughs> so I was a little nervous, but I said, "Okay, I'll go." Because again, I'm, I'm a people pleaser, and I can't say no. So I said yes, and I had breakfast. On the same day, I didn't work out, which like is like a monumental was such like a monumental thing for me at the time, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, so I did that. I didn't work out. I ate like a normal human being. I had breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, and like a dessert or whatever. And I went to sleep, and I woke up, and I looked the exact same. And that's when it clicked. I was like, dude, <laughs> I am just way overthinking this. I am just way overthinking this. Like, what am I doing? I'm just. I was pissing myself because of all the months and years I wasted just worrying about shit that didn't matter at all and understanding that like my body like will be okay if I don't work out for a day if I or if I eat like a normal human being for a day like I'll be okay um and from that point on that just drastically just improved my relationship with food with exercise I've been able to develop a balanced life with food and exercise like that that so reading that sign at the gym like who knows where i'd be if i didn't read that sign at the gym like who knows because <laughs> i don't know if i ever would have, would have been able to get out of that cycle of just over exercising needing to burn off everything i ate i don't know if i ever would have been able to get out of it i really don't know so that sign at the gym really changed the trajectory of my life <laughs> and it led me into my passion for nutrition because after I woke up that next morning realizing I was fine after not working out or, you know, eating like a normal human being. After realizing I was fine, I was like, dude, this food stuff and exercise stuff is pretty fascinating. Like, I kind of want to, I really want to learn more about this stuff. And then I realized, like, dude, like, I'm in college. Like, I'm at a place where I can actually learn about this kind of stuff. Um, so I ended up switching my major to nutrition my sophomore year of college. I finished my freshman year in COVID as a journalism major. And I wanted to switch. So I switched into nutrition. And that was the best thing I could have done for myself. Like learning more about how food works, what it does for us, its benefits, how calories work, how macros work, how micronutrients work, like that. (laughs) Some of the most interesting stuff I've ever learned in my life. And uh, it's helped me keep that balance or that, that really good relationship with the food. And that also led me into wanting to start my TikTok account. And if you're listening to this and you don't know about my TikTok account, I'm pretty much, all I really do is post about, you know, eating disorder awareness videos. I post what I eat every single day or like most days because uh, I really wanted to be that voice on TikTok for males especially because I know how um, stigmatized eating disorders are among men. And I wanted to be that voice to step in and be like, okay, like, dude, like, it's okay for guys to deal with this stuff. Like, it's not, you're not... If you're a guy and you deal with this stuff, you're not alone. Like, you're not a weirdo. Like, because I was in that, I had that mindset in high school and early college. I was so scared to tell anyone about it. Um, And it was a pretty big leap for me, honestly, because I've always been an introverted person. Never really was really open about, like, my emotions or anything like that. So, like, the fact that I just one day decided to just, you know, go on TikTok and post a video about, like, eating, eating disorders among men. And, like, the positive response it got blew me away. Like, it blew me away. And, like, that's when I realized, like, dude, like, this is what I want to do with my life. Like, I found something that I can really just 
focus on and work on and help other people, like helping other people with this, guys, girls, whoever, like helping other people has been the best part about this TikTok journey for me, social media journey with this, because, you know, when someone DMs me or comments on one of my videos, oh, you're the reason I ate today. Like, or like I finished my lunch because of this video that you posted like that, (laughs) that makes my day, man. Cause like I've been there. I know how rough it is to deal with and how it truly never goes away. Like that, that eating disorder voice in my head, that's never going to go away. Um, you just have to learn to deal with it. (laughs) And I obviously, I know how to deal with it now, but it's still, man, it fights back every single day, but you just got to find a way to deal with it the best you can. And I, I just, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. I found my passion. Um, and you know, like I said, I wouldn't wish an eating disorder on anyone, but I'm really glad I went through one because it taught me how to grow. It taught me, you know, a balanced life with food and fitness. Uh, I was able to find a potential career path in nutrition. I was able to step outside of my comfort zone on social media. Um, and yeah, you just, you got to grow, man. And this is my eating disorder allowed me to grow. Um, so that's my story. How long is this? Let me see. Uh, 47 minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Under an hour. Uh, that was my story. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, who knows? I might do more of these podcasts kind of thing. I don't know. This is kind of fun. Hopefully I did a good job. I don't know. I'll watch this or I'll listen to this back, but all right. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys.